Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ahoy! Ahoy! Simultaneous highs! How are you, Craig? Do you know what? Much better than last week, Martin. I had an absolute technological nightmare. Oh, no. Why? Um, Why? What? What before? Well, where do I start? Um, You know, (laughs) look, uh, just treat me like you've always treated me. Inevitably, when I tell you this piece of information, you're going to want to respond to me in a slightly different way than you usually do. You're going to want to put me on a pedestal, Martin. Take yes. me off that pedestal right now, okay. is what I'm saying. Yes, all right, go on. I've got 50 followers <gasps> on my Instagram account. Wow. I know. How long did that take you? you know, I can't say it's much to do with me. It's just one of those crazy tidal waves that I just seem to have caught. But what I have done is, uh, yes. because I've got sort of 50 followers, I've managed to get some leverage um, in the biz, friend of a friend. Um, I'm, actually, yes. I'm actually doing a paid partnership. What is that? Well, a paid partnership is where basically yes. I, I make out that I'm really into something, into some product, yeah. and they give me money in return. And it's 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 a wonderful really? yeah, it's, it's a wonderful it's symbiosis. A, it's, as, it's as bald and mercantile as that. It's it's you know, it's no, it's wonderful because they would like to pay me money if I just soullessly Adhere myself what, to, their to their product, brand. to their brand. I mean, does someone drive past in a van and throw it over your garden gate in a brown envelope, or does it arrive in a cheque? Actually, arrived in the form of Bitcoin, Martin. It's very modern. Of course, um, it did. Oh, of course, we're it gonna, did. we're going to we're going to anyway. I've, I've partnered with this drink called Swoosh. Yes, it, it, it's based on a root uh, that you only find in the Amazonian mm-hmm. uh, jungle. Oh, yes. Uh, Another one. Gosh, they're running out of those, aren't they? <laughs> Roots you can only find in the... Anyway, on you go, Yes, sorry. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. It's essentially, it's just pretty much pure caffeine. But it makes you feel like, I don't know, Elon Musk. Anyway, I, I thought I'd try it because I, I'm i pretty principled, Martin. I will not do a paid partnership with anything that I that I don't like myself. Do you see what I mean? Oh, no. I mean, you've always been very, very principled, principled on the matter of advertising. Yes. Some influencers, Martin, I don't actually believe that they, no, that they like no. and use the products that they sell. And for me, that is moral bankruptcy. I will not go there. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. So, so what I do is I, I yes, I, I cracked open a little can of Swoosh. It's a very attractive can, actually. It's a sort of... Um, it's like it's like a Red Bull. But so what you were you were trying? I was, it to I was make trying sure that you it. Yeah. It. Anyway, I was pointing the that's, can in the wrong. That's a bit like the moral. The moral receivers have been called in, but then they're turned away at the door. Go, no, it's fine. He's trying. Nothing it. to see here. He's trying it. We've tried it. We quite we quite like it. It's a very. Did I tell you it was a very attractive sort of brushed aluminium bo- uh, can? Oh, you didn't tell brushed aluminium. I pulled the ring can. Would you believe it? Instead of um, oh no, what you know? Instead of you know. Pouring all over my guzzle in a sudden rushing foam, slightly sort of erotic. Was what was I was expecting? Uh, erotic flow. It just, yes. it just on on your own. On, yes, on me, on. it sort of just sprayed all over my my laptop, and as a result, I lost last week's show. I'm terribly sorry about that. Oh, yeah, that's why the show couldn't oh, go out what? last week. Yes, yeah, sorry. 
Oh, I see. I see what because you you put you got you swooshed all over your laptop. Yeah, right. I'm still trying that's, to get it off the screen that's a now. First. I've got some uh, IPA. Well, I'm trying to get it out of my off my retina. I, no, I've got an. That's I, something I'll never unsee. <laughs> I've got some IPA in a microfiber cloth. I'm just trying to get it out of the corners now, and uh, I've got one of those. Oh, I see what you mean. I've got yes. those high pressure aerosol cans just to get it out from between the keyboards. Yes. But it's a waiting that's game a, yes. essentially. So although I'm back well, online, it? it's still a little bit sticky. Yes. Oh dear. I better go and find a highly sugared caffeinated drink of my own. Will you better? So see if they might do a partnership with me. Frenzy. Speaking of frenzy. frenzy. Speaking of frenzy, how are things at uh, yes, at Dunnell? Well, um, interestingly, Daisy has started a, a, a neo pre raphaelite uh, group uh, of, of of friends. I think this was just something to keep her amused over over lockdown. I'm not sure necessarily what they do, but. Yeah. A great many largely female friends of hers, all with wonderful masculine profiles and long flowing red hair. They all have they all have wonderful sort of Titian coloured hair. They all turn up. I think by law now you're allowed to meet people outside. So Daisy has taken this to mean that we could have sort of happenings here. And uh, in the name of the neo pre raphaelites we now have about. It's sort of 300 people turn up and we have sort of events, I suppose, on the lawn here at Dunnell. So what happens um, at these events? Do, they sort of do, do the, do the neo-pre-raphaelites, do they, do they form tableau um, to, to mimic their favourite artists? I think that was do? very much the idea. I'll be quite honest, I was expecting sort of at least some nudity. But so far, the only nudity we've had has been from Bob in the, in the, in the villagers who's also decided to turn up to the pre- neo pre raphaelite societies. Invited or uninvited? Um, he he, comes, what, you mean he was, well, it's a, he was trying to... He was, what, he was peeping Tom kind of thing? No, absolutely not peeping, broadcasting Tom, oh. I'd say. Uh, Bob turns up absolutely ready for anything, usually wearing just a, a pair of pair of spectacles and pretty much nothing else, sometimes maybe a waistcoat in a suede or something. But um, he turns up, and, you know, and is he, um, as I said, we would hope this would be a... Is he titian downstairs? Uh, does he fit the bill? No, no he's not. He's quite grey, actually, and a little bit... Um, Post-Raphaelite. Yes, I think post post a lot of things, actually. But um, anyway, when we've got... Um, my goodness me, what an interesting uh, fortnight it has been. Oh, Quite goodness. a lot to uh... such a lot has happened, isn't it? Oh, I mean, where does one where does one begin? Well, well um, you art. mentioned Elon Musk. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, well Maybe, art and Elon yes. Musk. That's a good. That's a good place to start. That's so, a good idea. so I've yes. been fascinated by these um, what they call NFTs. Um, so, do you know what oh, an NFT yes. is, is Martin? I think it's a non fungible yes. yeah. token, yeah. as opposed, presumably, to a fungible token, which we all use all the time. So, this is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what... Well, it's a token that you can't fund. Exactly, yeah, exactly. The fungibility don't, is... Uh, don't have fund that. No, no, Fungibility no, is no, not I'm in question. It is not fungible. Um, it is not fungible. Do you know what fungible means, actually? I, I, I guess it means a, that you can change, change it. It's exactly right, yes. Yeah. Uh, fungivice is... Uh, or fung, fungivice, as yeah. uh, my old Latin master would have put it. But fungivice is to serve in place of. To serve in place of. Interesting. Fungivice. Yeah, so these are yes, non these are non non servable in place of non. Uh, so well, no. basically, uh, my understanding is it's a new way. It's a very it's a brand new thing, really, in the fine art market. The very first uh, fine artwork sold by Christie's it it 
it achieved, I believe, north of 60 million. It must sound like 69 million dollars. It's by an artist um, who we would know as Beeple. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Not his. Um, yes. He's called Mike Winkleman, I think, in, in real life. Anyway, Beeple. In real life. Beeple's yes, been posting Beeple. on uh, one of his social media accounts. Let's, let's say Instagram sounds the most likely. He's been posting yes. a photo. I mean, for, for years, he's posted a new artwork, digital artwork, every uh, day for, for years and years and years. And yes. he, he's collected all these artworks together into one huge uh, mosaic. Oh, yes, I saw this. It's quite beautiful, yes. actually. It's very, it's very it is beautiful. quite beautiful. And he has issued that um, as a non-fungible token artwork Mm -hmm. um which i think means you essentially just it's a sort of you attach a blockchain to it so that you can prove its progeny its ownership etc you can trace it right back to yes yes and it's sold so it's just it's purely digital and it's sold at christie's as i say 69 million dollars quite quite extraordinary um talk talk me through some of the because there are quite a lot of twists and turns this is a sort of baffling great labyrinth of art and sort of the question of art projection, art art exhibition, art curation, all of these things come crashing to mind. So I'm going to take a few, a couple of early steps and I wonder if you can help me with them as I plant my feet. Yeah. If you were the, the buyer of this, of this Beeple NFT work, mm-hmm. what, what then do you do with it? What do you do with it? What do you do? What in do, the you do ca- with well, it? notably, what? in the case of the purchaser, uh, you sell it immediately. <laughs> that's that's oh, what I you see. Did. Bought it usually for twice as much. twice as much as you just paid for it. Yeah, so it's probably already owned by somebody else, and they've paid probably one hundred and fifty million dollars for it. So it's it's essentially it's it's fine art speculation in the in the finest tradition. I, I suppose what what it sort of puts me in mind of. Uh, it, it's similar to the very first time artists began yes. to sign. I do see what you're saying. It's where the, the value of the artist's uh, interpretation, the skill, the talent of the art, then is assigned to one person. It go, The glory of the picture starts to reflect on the artist who created it. Yes, I mean, I'm going to stick my neck out. I mean, I'm going to, I'm Go going to, I'm going to guess. I, I'm going to guess it started pretty early on. <laughs> Signing on. Put a number on it. I'm going to, I'm going to go it. for... Would Michelangelo sign the Sistine Chapel? I'm guessing not. I'm guessing it sort of starts with, and and this is very interesting, is it? When you have the the beginning of art, so you have sort of number. Uh, yes, sorry, go on. Uh, number. Yes. Oh, oh, it's just so it's just so difficult. I'm going to go for you know, I don't know, fifteenth century, something like that. Is that when it's lower, 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 really higher, higher, lower? No, uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've... <laughs> I'm going to go back to another thing which I want to ask though, which was when you buy sort of this, the, 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 the the buyer of this uh, this this work of um, NFT art, can they then spend a lot of money having it turned into something they can put on their swanky wall, or is it something they can only uh, open up a thing on their computer and go, oh, by the way, have you seen have you seen this that I own? It only exists in the digital world. I think it only exists in the digital world, and I think rather like cryptocurrency, I imagine it's it's you can th- you can steal it as well. I would imagine. But where's the where's the glamour? Where do you get your return on sixty nine million dollars or pounds in the digital world on that platform? I mean, you'd have to start hosting parties in such a I don't know. Well, what, Minecraft. How? Yes, you'd have to have a little. 
They'll, but they'll exactly. just have to show that's come to my party. Well, oh, yes. Look, look, look what I've got on my wall. There we go. First 5,000 days. You're, but you, oh. Yes. Oh. I mean, it's just, it, I don't see where the, there has to be a return on that, unless, as you say, it's like Bitcoin. It's just purely for trade. Yes, but I think, I, here again, I think we're falling subject to this sort of romantic idea of art. It's only about scarcity. Now, so many of these um, great paintings now, as you know, are never seen. They're just held in, you know, climate-controlled warehouses on behalf of hedge funds. You know, I think it's the commodification of art that's interesting here. I think it is exactly that. It is the commodification of art. Yes, very interesting. I mean, it opens up a a dimension that I'm not really used to thinking in, so I haven't... Well, anybody can do it. You could take your first your first tweet, for example. Any any digital IP, you could take your first tweet yes. and issue it yes. as an NFT. You could then market it and sell it. In fact, we started this conversation with Elon Musk. That's, of course, as soon as this... That's exactly what Elon Musk has just started uh, doing. So I he's believe. sold a tweet He's selling of various of his tweets, I believe. Yes, yeah, so he's, he's issued... For millions of pounds. For millions of pounds. That's good because so he needs it. Isn't it. As if the man's not lucky enough. Now he can sell I mean, that's his just... tweets for millions of pounds. But then, what do you do with an Elon Musk tweet if you are the owner? You of... sell it. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's just a commodity. It's interesting. I mean, I, it, it, this comes in the week when we've heard that the BBC is spreading yet further around the the provinces. Yes. You know, there's been... A... Speaking of trying to capture people's attention. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's the commodification of what? Where have you gone? Come back. Um, the... the BBC. Yes, a shock announcement. Yes. Um, a shock announcement. What do you make of this, Martin? Talk us through the story. Well, I find it interesting. I mean, Radio 3, for example, I think has has, has gone up to... Salford, I believe, but also um, you know, the, the big beasts of, of BBC News are now going to be, I think, on sort of permanent tour. And this is an issue of diffusion. And I wonder about this. I was reading a correspondent was saying, well, they're yearning for a BBC that better reflects the lives and values of the entire country. And I, I wonder if that is actually really what people yearn for. I'm not sure I want a beige wallpaper BBC, and I'm not sure how that serves the populace. I think, I think as a licensed payer, I want a rather sophisticated BBC. I and mean, if the BBC is just going to be a sort of caravan that just goes around the country, touring around baselessly uh, and failing abjectly to land decent interviews with politicians or film stars because... There, they don't happen to be in Bromsgrove the night the BBC's there. Then this is what they always say. They always say, "Are oh, we going to make the BBC more regional?" This is this is the idea. But I think what's what's crucial is what do we want from a broadcaster? And I I say what I want from my broadcaster is I want to be delighted. Now yes. I don't know necessarily how you are going to delight me. And that's quite important. I don't know what will delight me. That's up to you, the broadcaster, to yes. figure out. Yes, but lead, it's... don't follow, lead. Anyway, lead. sorry, go on. So what, I, but what I'm looking for is some sort of cultural figurehead. I'm looking for someone to be ahead of the game, someone who is going to know what I want, what, know what is going to delight me before I, before I know. Um, and I think the danger of consultation in broadcasting the danger of grassroots broadcasting is you are moving 
in the opposite direction yes. to the what I think is the spiritual function of broadcasting, which is to be delighted. Now, unfortunately, you cannot um, sit a group of accountants down in a room and ask them to come up with programmes that will delight the British nation. It just doesn't work like that. They're not the people we should be looking to. (laughs) No, not Um, to delight us. Don't try and delight us. I think this is... I mean, this actually goes back to a... To a phenomenon, as you know, I'm very interested in horticulture. I've, I spend a lot of time pruning things back and watching how 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 things grow. Now, one of the things I find fascinating from a horticultural point of view, and I just bear with my slightly tortuous analogy here, but is when you you watch how different uh, different sprouts of of plants grow from year to year and you see there's a, there'll be a holding back and then suddenly for out of nowhere there'll be a there'll be a period of intense growth when suddenly there are all kinds of thrusting uh, new bits of growth pushing up and doing exciting things in new areas and then there are periods of regrouping uh, fallow and periods is that fallow it? periods fallow. I guess when sort of plants sort of gather their energy and then they thrust forward again I was Interestingly, we, you and I grew up through a period of the, the 70s and the 80s that was a time of absolutely unremitting forward thrusting, some of that energy coming, being driven by anger, some of that energy being driven, driven by delight and joy, not all of it necessarily coming from a good place, but very energetic and always frenetically reaching beyond its furthest, furthest aspirations into new space. All of this fantastic... Fantastic, fantastic breaking of new ground we had. We'd had mods, we'd had, we'd, we'd, we'd had glam rock, we'd had all kinds of exciting things. And then suddenly, wham, came along. No, suddenly, wham, in the middle of <laughs> 1985, or whenever it was, it yeah. was actually pretty much when wham did come along. So actually, <laughs> you know, the irony does, yeah. does work there. Um, and from that moment on, we became retrospective. We stopped breaking what had been the exciting, thrusting new developments in art and in, in certainly in, in, in pop music then came back and it lay fallow. It lay fallow and it regrouped and it, it sort of it took, it took account of everything. And we stopped thrusting forwards and we found comfort in, in, in going back and re, retreading things that we'd lived before. Suddenly we were, oh, no, no, we're all retro now. It's retro. It's all very ironic and retro. And I don't believe we've... We seem to be in this period now of, of almost perpetual whole, a sort of holding midfield. We're not, we're not pushing forwards. We're just, we're just sitting there. And I wonder where the next thrust comes from. That's what I want to know. Because what we're all desperate for, I think, is a new shoot to sprout up. And I don't know where, how it will catch on in this age of diffusion where, you know, we, we each of us... It used to be such a thrill. Only as little as twenty-five years ago, you 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 you, 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 you might watch a, a little clip on television on Have I Got News for You or something, and there'd be two such clips you'd watch and think that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. You'd talk about it for weeks. Now you can watch thirty of those clips in an hour being passed around on WhatsApp. You know, yeah. we're, we're we're spoilt. We have so much, so much to stimulate us all the time that we've. I don't know, but everyone's so everyone's so fat on, you know. We're all binging on. I suppose gluttony, we, we you know, gluttony was was a deadly sin, and of course they what they meant by gluttony. I really, I suppose, strictly was food related or possibly alcohol related. But 
actually we've become gluttons in our modern age. We're gluttons. We just we just scoop up big greasy handfuls of only fools and horses that you just have to wait once a week to watch. And now we we can watch great towering edifices of it. It's got lovely jubbly. I'm just going to take the whole of Absolutely Fabulous. I'm going to watch the whole ruddy thing in two minutes. We just sit there on our sofas, just... Should we, should we watch all of Succession? Yes! Let's fucking watch all of... And it's, you know... It's just, it's... It's I, obscene. I, I yes. don't right. think it's... it's I, I can't see why it's bad for us, but it's bad for us. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Sometimes the reinvention, you know, you talk about this sort of this regurgitation, this reinvention of, of, of culture. Yes, a sort of vomiting up. You could say um, that was the case with, segue coming, Silk Sonic's appearance at the Grammys. Um, oh. uh, now, did you, did you see the Grammys at all? Oh, I, I thought the Grammys this year were absolutely... F- I thought they were... No, I didn't, I didn't, didn't, I didn't them, see them, you know, but no, I thought... I thought <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I thought you didn't. Um, well, it was, it, was, it was pretty much the usual. Um, pretty yes. much the usual. Bit of Beyonce, bit of um, yeah, you know, of Taylor Swift. Of usual kind of thing. Um, but there was this extraordinary appearance by this new supergroup, Silk Sonic. Um, Silk yes. Sonic, and it who'd is, written a letter, hadn't they? They'd written a letter, allegedly, to the uh, the Grammys, saying, "Could they could That's they right. perform? Two out of work musicians, could we please perform?" Um, yes, Bruno Mars is one of them. Bruno Mars he? is one of them. Anderson Pack is the other, um, and they've got this. I've, um, not, I've heard of him a bit Fantastic, fantastic song. Leave, leave the door. Leave the door open, which they performed live at the Grammys. Ooh, I mean, it just fantastic. It's got the most fantastic video. Um, uh, I mean, one 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 of the best music videos to come out in, in recent years. So so simple. They're just all yes, you know, uh, Silk Sonic are in a recording studio. They're playing the song. There's some people listening. That's about the the how as high as the concept gets. It's just yes. so brilliantly done, and I think it shows that you can. This is the special thing about talent. What's so exciting is one of those things you don't you don't know what will delight you until it delights you. You could not predict that Bruno Mars sort of teaming up with Anderson Pack would be the kind of um, combination that would set the world alight. But it, it really there is something very very special about it. There's something quite extraordinary about it. Yes, and um, yes, and I suppose because it happened out of corporate yes ordination in yes. a way. It it sounds to me like, although it is two people who probably have nothing to lose, I'm sure Bruno Mars got nothing to lose anyway. Um, Anderson Pack slightly, or slightly more everything to lose, to lose but, but um, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But it does feel like it's come from. This is a this is a great 
outcry of, of an exuberant sort of statement of, yeah, it's what we're going to do. Yes, exactly. We're going to come and do Sonic Spaff for you yeah. on your... Oh, it sounds like your keyboard all over again, doesn't it? Um, Sonic, what are they called? Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Silk just, it's just brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant, but very, very retro, unashamedly retro. I mean, they performed yes. in sort well, of... that's interesting. Um, you, you know, with a kind of... Uh, Open neck shirt, you know, open neck shirts with huge collars, a sort of. I mean, well, Bruno's been rocking that for a while, hasn't he? Bruno Mars, that that particular look. Yes, Loves huge glasses, you know, well, huge he? sunglasses, yeah. uh, flares, you know, kind of all all in the same sort of suits. One of the nice twists actually was the the setup is very much like the old Motown setup. So you've got the Bruno Mars at the front of the stage, you've got Anderson Pack and the other uh, three backing singers behind, and one of the kind of fun things about it is they're all doing you know like those girl groups used to be and they're all kind of doing the girl group moves yes. so there's a nice bit of shoop shoop there yeah there's a sort of nice but again we're we're sort of mining bits of it's a bit like bitcoin suddenly soaring in value again it's like oh god i thought that had passed i thought that had passed oh god we're doing all that again <laughs> i'm just quite looking forward to the moment when when the next fashion thing will will take us by surprise. And it won't be, oh, look, it's somebody, it's uh, Edward VIII again, looking, doing Prince of Rails. Oh, it's, oh, look at some people in kilts with big, big boots on underneath, bother boots and big, white, chunky socks. Oh, look, it's, do you know what? We've done all this stuff. I don't, I love it, but I can't wait for something brand new to happen. One last thing before we, we inevitably have to disembark, don't we, shortly? Oh, we're going to I just have to, want to know if you've had your jab, uh, if you've had your jab or you're going to have oh, yes. your jab, or where, where do you stand with that? No, I've had my what? jab. Oh, I've had my jab. Nice Dr. Hargreaves in the village. He, 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 he rang me, um, ooh, when was it? I suppose probably on Monday this week, and he said, Oh, Martin, um, good news. Your jab's up. Do you want to come in uh, on Thursday? So yes, I went in yesterday. Oh, that's exciting! And I've been jabbed. But you're not in a you're not in like any of the groups, are you? Aren't you supposed to be in a sort of? Have you jumped the queue? I'm, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the over fifties, Greg. I'm in the over fifties. Is that legit? I guess living living near the great uh, BBC hub that is uh, Ludlow means <laughs> shortly that, to uh, become the the centre of I don't know probably BBC drama, centre of or, BBC or... entertainment. Yes. <laughs> BBC Food, now based in London. That should be a very good place for BBC Food, actually. You should, they should think about that. Actually, next might time work in your favour, Martin. You could come to be the, you'd be the major yes. supplier. Um, I, could the, I could be the major monsieur. Yeah, yeah. The maitre d' de major monteau. Mm. <laughs> um, yes. Well, That's very right. exciting. But you've not had your jab yet. yet. Is that but, what you're saying? Uh, I shall, you know, I shall... Um, that's well, because you're, you're a spring chicken. I Yes, well, I do. You know, I think they've probably been fooled down at the surgery with my... Um, my sort of flowing, it's probably all that my flowing rocks, you've been drinking. Sploosh I've been drinking. I'm probably hopping around like a, you know, yes. hopping around like a spring chicken. They're probably, um, or saying, uh, you know, uh, far from giving him the jab, we should we should have a bit of what he's on, and I'll be just yeah. lingering outside so the surgery well, window with a can it's... of sploosh. Just sort of it's this. <laughs> oh, sorry, that seems to have gone all over your window. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh God, every time I have to open, one. does somebody shake these before I, before I open? Them? 
Anyway, Martin, lovely chatting to you. Um, oh, lovely to speak to you as well. Uh, okay. This, oh. uh, An oasis. An oasis. Hopefully, the, this, this, uh, the, the blockchain that I'm about to attach to this programme means it could be now sold as an NFT if anyone's interested. Oh, NFT. So, uh, That's exciting. Please place your bids well. on... We might make as many as... Please place your bids on my Instagram yes. account. Oh, yes. <laughs> Quite fine. Well, oh, gosh, you just influenced me there. I it's due to the back of beyond... Um, there we go. All right. Well, let's let's step off into our yeah. onto our jet skis. We didn't acknowledge, didn't acknowledge the, the jet skis, jet skis, did we? No, back onto the jet skis. Oh. Yeah, Gustav. Yes. Go. Well, yes. Give me give me thirty horsepower. Thank you. Woohoo! Dahoy, Martin. Off you. Dahoy now. Dahoy. I'm just going to try and pull stuff. Mine, mine's more of a haterette. <laughs> Time Ghost was written and created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard. This was a Hattrick podcast.